Brad Court Talk, my noted herb. Welcome back to Curtain Story, Herbers. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Herbers. Yeah, I know. It's been a minute. We're back. I know. I haven't talked to you in like forever, right? I know. It's been so long. <laughs> we talk a lot, people. So there you go. I won't tell we you do. what we, we just talked about, but you've already heard it. So there. Um, yeah, another great episode. How many more do we have left before the uh, break? So they only got half the season done, and um, I believe the last episode is going to be at the end of the month. So I think we only got six episodes this for the first half of the season. All right. Well, that's going to, you know, suck, but. I mean, it, 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 I understand why, and they're already back in production with the second half. It's just a matter of when we'll get those episodes. You know, Tracy. Hey, but we, waited, we waited almost two years. Yeah, so. we can wait. I'll wait longer. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, but Tracy and I were talking about that today, how weird it's going to be in the fall. Like, are we going to have some shows back? Or when's this weird gap going to happen and hit us where nothing new happens? What's going to happen, there are going to be some new things. Like, Supernatural is going to finish out their final season. Like, their final season got interrupted, so they're going to finish that out. And some shows where they're they're, um, in areas where it's safe enough, they're going back into production. Like, I know a lot of the shows that film in Canada, like, they're about to head back into production like the CW shows, um, like the flash, um, like they had what, two weeks of quarantine that they were supposed to do not together in the same room, but you know, kind of like what happened with uh, basketball where they're going to be in this bubble so they can, um, film together. Right. So, yeah. So I think that they're doing that for some of the CW shows so that the CW shows can come back, not in the fall, um, except for supernatural. Um, they're going to come back in January of, uh, 2021, and otherwise, this is where they're leaning on shows um, that used to be considered like summer shows or um, things from like other areas. Like I think we're getting like a, a lot of Canadian imports from shows that had been in production for years. So we're getting imports from countries that go, oh, this is what we do during a pandemic. Oh, God, I wish. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of wish we would get some of my, like, my Turkish soap operas. I know that uh, like on Univision, they have like this one that they're playing. And it's, it's kind of weird because they have it dubbed over in Spanish when I know what Turkish sounds like. So I get weirded out every time I like see it and see them, but hear them speaking in Spanish. It's so weird, but cool. But I, I really want to see like more of the shows available that way. Granted, I've been watching them on YouTube, but I would like to watch them like on, like I, I, I like to have other people have the same like availability. Although never mind, it's available for them to watch on YouTube if they want it. So. it. It cracks me up that you have these Turkish ones where I get pulled into like these German and Polish series and stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, gotta explore the world, dude. <laughs> I yeah, I know. It's just yeah. I, I I actually have a I have a Polish one that I watched uh, earlier this week, and you know what? I'll bring that up at the end of the podcast. I'm not, I'm not going to do it right now, but I'll bring that one up at the end. I really liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. So. Okay, all right, and I'll uh, give you a couple of shows that you definitely need to watch too, because I know you said that you were possibly running out. And like I told you, me and Kelly, since me, Kelly, and Susan, since the whole quarantine thing started, we've been porn streaming. So we've been giving each other homework of different things to watch. And then we've been talking about it for months. So I have a lot of things that you can watch. (laughs) Does it fall into my sci-fi drama horror thriller thing? Give them do because, you know, I had to bring in my suggestions. So I got you. (laughs) That's pretty much my whole genre that I listen to anymore. (laughs) All right. So. 
Uh, or before we start, um, you know, Train to Busan Part Two is coming back, right? I mean, the sequel is happening this month. Oh, I totally on- do. Yes, yes. So, yep, I'm good. And that's a show that you really don't even have to read the text for. I mean, you can just watch it in its native language and be totally fine with it. You don't need to know anything else but run and shut the door. That's about it. Um, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Court, how can uh, good people reach us? Well, you can always find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev. He's Brad ZB, but you won't find him on Twitter. He abandoned us a long time ago, just around the time when he abandoned The Walking Dead, talking about, I'll come back when Rick's dead. Yeah. That was so cold. That was so cold. And you still haven't come back, even though it got really good. At some point in time, I'm going to just start watching things over again. So You should. Like, maybe restart that. I won't get off topic. We'll, we'll talk outside of this about that whole world. Um, but other places where we're available... Um, you can find our stuff on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. If you want to look up Pure Fandom, Pure Fandom is available. Um, you can follow them over on Facebook. You can follow them on Twitter. They're also on IG. I don't think they're on TikTok, though. That would be interesting if uh, the girls like started posting things. Oh, you know where they are? Um, they're on Twitch now. They've been doing these um, like watches, rewatches of old things. Like They had done the Teen Wolf uh, pilot. They did a watch of that, and they chatted about it. And I think they just watched Twilight, like the first one again the other night. Like I keep meaning to like join in with them. And then I remember that I'm not like a member of Twitch or whatever. And then I'm like, do I feel like signing up for this right now? No, I need to go do something else. But I promise I'm going to go and sign up so that the next time they have one of these things, I can just sign on and I can chat along with them. Um, but beyond that, we're, we're also on Facebook, Brandonport Talk, uh, Peer Fandom Facebook groups. We have two of those. Um, we have the Van Helsing Facebook group where people are still loving on that show, chit-chatting and sharing all kinds of art. And we have our regular Bradencourt uh, Peer Fandom Talk group <laughs> uh, where we just talk about anything and everything under the sun, just like we do here now, just like I'm rambling on to you. Um, but we have a lot of bunch of people who do the same thing. They like to talk about their um, like favorite movies, uh, music, whatever they happen to be doing and enjoying. Just a place to kind of chill. So join us over there. Yep, totally. So, <laughs> so what was this episode about? Oh, wow, Brad. This episode was 404 Afraid. It was um, written by Matt Doyle and it was directed by Ron Murphy. And um, in this episode, it appears that Rachel has a new friend. And uh, Waverly and uh, Nicole, they're still enjoying their wonderful honeymoon period, even though Nicole seems to have a secret. Um, Jeremy resurfaces again, and he's with Black Badge and Winona. Um, like she, she's got, she got, she's got a couple of questions about that. And uh, beyond that, it seems that an old family rival of the Earps pops up, and some connections are made from last week's episode um, that we're definitely going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the episode was called "Afraid," and like they, they sold it. Like I was afraid too in, in some uh, spots. Oh, I yeah, totally. I yeah. agree with that. <laughs> so the episode starts out with Winona outside the fence, mm-hmm. the border office. And she is talking to uh, Naomi there, who's, you know, kind of talking with her. And when Jeremy shows up, she's a little bit shocked with the familiarity that she has with Jer- Jeremy. 
you know, the big hug. Yeah. He kind of puts a little distance between them. Like they, they weren't BFFs. Right. And also throws in it. Yeah. Winona has never killed a demon before. It's like, what is going on? (laughs) Right. I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, that was a little weird. And it seems that the government put up a border around ghost river so that they could see how humans and demons intervene. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like Jeremy said, this all happened because of the event that happened 18 months ago. Hmm, I wonder what that was. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what more happened with that event also. You know? Yeah, I got questions. What else came out of those stairs? Like, what else came out of the garden over the past 18 months? Right. I, I'm kind of curious. I want to know. Um, Naomi uh, apparently worked for the Department of Fisheries before she got into the new Black Badge. Yeah, so that that's a pretty interesting move, um, like from fishery to demons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and I like her whole mission statement. Like, I don't care about fighting demons. Like, I just want to keep them out of our world. Like, yeah. let them stay in purgatory. Like, they can stay there. Like, just don't let them come over here. Yeah, that's the kind of weird thing. So, yeah. <laughs> and this is where they try to recruit Winona, since apparently... Um, Black Badge has changed a little bit, and she's not there. A lot of changes happened in the Black Badge land. Yeah. They were, uh, what did she call it? Uh, Bring in the noise, bring in defunct corporation. Right. (laughs) Defunct. Yeah, defunct. Yeah, it's kind of, hmm. Jeremy clears things up a little bit. Um, This is the new Black Badge, because they go out for a walk around campus to see what all has changed. And he takes her to the only blind spot in the world that, you know, in the whole area that they can go to. And it doesn't work well because Naomi shows up. But as a result, uh, Winona decides that she's going to be a new special agent now, which is kind of funny. Because, you know, she was already with Black Badge once when Black Badge was totally different. Uh, Jeremy takes Winona to the gun room and shows her the really good stuff. Oh, Yeah. So, like, my girl is happy now, even though she still misses her gun. She still misses Peacemaker. Right, but Jeremy has a really special gun for her, you know. One, it really yeah. gets, it's got good red lights in it. It looks really awesome. And it's got a special red button that she's never supposed to touch. Oh, please never tell Winona that there's a button that she shouldn't touch, because guess what's going to happen? She's going to try to push the button. But it, it was even better because now she finds out that, yeah, by the way, you're a delivery driver. and i was cracking up so much when she was getting ready to leave and she kept faking out pushing the button Uh uh-huh yeah and it's like the apocalypse don't touch it then why did you put a button on it and you know he actually said why did they put a button on it which cracked me up ah that was so so amazingly awesome Mm -hmm. um she's driving with the, the the hot dog guy the delivery driver and they run across some spikes, uh, which is clearly set up for a robbery. Clearly. And that guy takes off because he doesn't want to deal with any of the demons or anything else. And he just takes off and runs away. I mean, the last guy got it. We, we yeah. <laughs> but what, what was it? Um, the Nedley Beast? Right. Yeah. But it wasn't his fault, so it's cool. But, yeah, I mean, it's a good reason to take off and run. Uh, Winona, though, uh, decides to go check out who the robbery is because she's not going to do it. And finds out that it was Doc who was robbing the truck. <laughs> oh, 
man, I love their interactions with this. Like, she's so upset with him for like staging this robbery. Like, you just gone back to your old demon ways. Uh-huh. And um, he's like, "Well, you're back with black badge. What's this all about? I thought we talked about this. This was rule number one." And she's like, "No, rule number one is triple check the birth control." <laughs> this, this is true, people. This that is rule number one: triple check the birth control. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the fact that Doc called Winona out on losing Peacemaker. Yeah. But I also have to admit, it wasn't a really smart idea to lock yourself into a uh, crate, you know. And, uh, yeah. Our girl is impulsive. We know that. Yeah, just he knows a little that. bit. Make sure your gun is a little bit closer to you when you lock yourself in there. Uh-huh. And... While she was locked in that bin, uh, you know, Doc was going for his tools, which were apparently 18 miles away. Yeah, they were a lot further away than I thought. I was like, it's taken him quite a while. It's gotten dark and yeah, creepy. He's yeah, like, I just parked my car. Where did you park your car? Jeez. you! Put, <laughs> how were you going to move this merchandise in the truck? Right. Uh, as she's locked in the bin, she finds another rock with a carving on it. With that little C carving. Mm-hmm. And that is popping up, right? Right. Yeah, it's totally popping up. But let me jump back here before I jump any farther into where Winona is, because we have to get to that point. Uh, at the beginning, I totally missed this part. At the beginning, we had the rock tower with a blood offering going on on Winona's pitcher, and there was a chained up demon. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the chained up demon is going to come into play later on. But oh, for real. We also don't know who was doing the blood offering, so there's that. Doc was with uh, the one guy at the glory hole having a chat mm-hmm. at, who brings up that Doc was the Earth protector, but he denies himself of the stuff that he needs because Doc hasn't had blood in forever. Yeah. Yeah, because he's been... Yeah, his body didn't really act, react to that 18 months because it wasn't really that long of time like right. in the garden. But... I was starting to think last time we fed, and I don't know if we know, but he, oh, no, it's been a while. he did get a special blend of uh, of blood, though, and a shot glass, and he, you know, took that up, and he has a new working opportunity as a result. Mm-hmm. At the, at the border, we missed this one, too, I was like, but the rando dude was at the border having a smoke break. And he finds a rock carving and, yeah, gets kind of decapitated by something. So I'm thinking a rock carving was, as we look back on this episode, was that something that Winona dropped that we totally missed? We had to have missed it. Because that's the only way he should have gotten taken out. Um, yeah, or unless, unless no, cause, I mean, I'm trying to figure out when it, was Winona still at, at Black Badge when it happened? Yeah, she was. Okay, so no, he he was trying to get to her, so he was taking out whoever was in the way. No, but Rando dude that was taking a smoke break did have a rock with the symbol carved into it. Oh, okay. So that's why I think that she dropped that at some point, and he picked it up. That's what I'm. Yeah, if you're in possession of that cursed rock, um, like you're in trouble. Yeah, so like skipping ahead a little later, um, like it would have come after Rachel, maybe. Right after it went after Winona. Right. Exactly. Uh, Rachel's meeting up with uh, Billy in the diner. Uh-huh. Apparently has a thing They're so cute. They are so adorable. 
I'm trying to figure out why they're scavenging things like bugs and jackets and hubcaps. Is that where? I, I'm trying to figure out why they're doing that. I mean, they, they need things to survive. Like for um, for her, like it's just been her and Nicole like on the homestead, and of course, um, like Purgatory has been cut off from the world, and they're not getting as many supplies as they would usually. Because remember, um, first Deadly Monster was cutting things off, and there's still other things in the woods that are um, like taking things away. And also, there's now um, Doc having stagecoach robberies. Right. Yeah. There's that problem. Yeah. So that, and they're, of course, uh, flirting while they do all that. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, at the homestead, um, Waves has this whole thing going down. She's got notebooks and everything to try to get everybody back on track where they are. She has color-coded everybody's notebooks. I was dying at that point. Mm-hmm. She tried to give Rachel hers, and she had a special color for that one. Uh, Nicole was uh, talking about how, you know, she screwed up everything, and Waves uh, kind of joked about making a presentation, a, a PowerPoint presentation about how awesome Nicole is and calling it Hot Topic. Uh, that would be amazing. They need to do that. I just want to be at one of Waves' um, you know, presentations where she does stuff like this because it looks like a lot of fun. She's very organized. Yeah. Everything was good. All the pencils are sharp. The pens are filled ink. Everything's good. <laughs> they go over to... Billy's house, we find out, to try and find out more information on where Peacemaker is. And I was really confused at the beginning of this because as Waves is walking up to the barn, the demon comes out, but she can't see the demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? So, I'm glad we got that explanation from Billy later. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't get what's happening. Um, Margo knows about Nicole and Waves, but what is this whole time about? It's time to deliver stuff. I was really lost at that because she seemed to know a lot of what was going on. Yeah, like Nicole's got some kind of big secret. Like what? What's happening with her and this woman? Did is this who Nicole had a fling with? Does she know who had Nicole had a fling with? Like I just know Nicole had a secret. And I just want to know what it was. Right, and what but was, of course we find it later. Yeah, what did she have to deliver? Well, we find out that too. Yeah. Maggie, I, I called her Margo, but her name was Maggie. Maggie isn't happy with her son bringing the herps onto their land. Mm-hmm. Was she also? They seem really not like the herps, huh? I wonder what that's about. Yeah, let's get to that. <laughs> she also threatens to reap Rachel because she's a herp lover. Wow. That's mm-hmm. Um. So the demon for Maggie shows up uh, on Winona, stuck in a truck. And she can see it and knows he's there. Luckily, she is able to finally get to that gun that she put just out of reach. And right before the awesomeness of this weapon can be unleashed onto the demon from wherever, uh, it kind of breaks it and cuts it in half. Oops. (laughs) That cracked me up. We're like going to put a lot of emphasis in, hey, this could replace Peacemaker. Oh, no, it can't. Bye. It's done. (laughs) There's only one Peacemaker. Right. Now it's a sword, but there's only one Peacemaker. Right. Billy comes to see Rachel, and and he just pretty much dumps her, only to find out that she had a rock in her pocket as well, which was not the pocket. It was actually Winona's jacket that had the rock. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says that she has been marked, which is never a good thing. No. 
we find out the carvings on a rock is for the Clantons because, you know, <laughs> baby girl went home and did the research on this. They were <laughs> on opposing sides of the Earps. So we got a rival rival family there, which makes a lot of sense. Billy explains that you could see the demon if he's coming for you, which totally explains why Winona could see it and Waverly could not. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Winona, Doc finally shows up to offer help, but Winona, as she's you know, she runs through the forest. How he found her in the forest, I don't. I still want to know where he parked his car, but <laughs> he isn't. She gets stuck in this little weird circle of rocks area and can't get mm-hmm. out. Doc shows up and why not? He can't see the demon, but Winona is able to guide him into shooting him. Yeah, they that was him. awesome. Yeah, they take him right down, and then he gets up. Yeah, but like, just like my little shipper heart was like, "Yes, yeah. let's do this," because he was like, "I am here, my love." Yeah. <laughs> yes, so happy. Let's go. Let's do this. But just knocking down the rock piles lets Winona out. Uh, side note, yeah. if you've ever played the game uh, Days Gone, you know all about the rock piles that you just kick over throughout the entire game. It's- yeah, and we saw those rock piles throughout the episode. Right, we did. I was really kind of at a loss when Billy decided he was going to pull out his own tooth, but it wasn't a tooth. It was his soul. Yeah, like he traded his souls for what he thought was Rachel's, but apparently it was Winona's. Yeah, so why not? So, is- that heart. Right. Actually, after he gets done doing that, he seen, he offers himself up for Rachel because, you know, she the opposite of sucks, too. Yeah, they're also adorable. Yeah. We find out that the new sheriff and Cleo are Clamptons also. That makes a lot uh-huh. of sense on why they showed up and everything changed. Yeah, like that makes that makes sense because the last episode we could see that Cleo... Um, like, I feel like Winona said she knew who she was and that, like, she had something against Winona and Winona couldn't figure out why she was so upset at her. So this is it. Like, she's a Clanton. Yep. Clanton's an Earth. They don't get along. Yep, this is why she tried to sacrifice you to the, um, <laughs> to the medley beast. I know. It totally is. And now we know. I love the fact that Rachel was ready to take on everything mm-hmm. and try to, you know, stab and take down the Reaper as well. She's... I, I I need her for the entire season. And yeah, season. and beyond. Yeah, and beyond. In the comic books, in the movie, and everything else that happens. Yes. <laughs> so it looks like Billy is now chained up. And since the Reaper's dead, I guess he's going to, or, you know, he's the, I, I don't what. The Reaper made him a new Reaper, or pulling out his soul made him a new Reaper, or either way, it still I, sucks. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But like he does say that the Clantons are cursed, so we don't know exactly what the curse is. We'll definitely find out more about it, for sure. Right. Yeah, this seemed kind of weird, so. Yeah. But, man, I just, I, I love this episode so much. And like I said, the title was perfect because when when Winona was in that circle, I know she's the title character, but like I was freaked out for her. Uh-huh. Um, just, it was so, she was so helpless without Peacemaker. It's crazy. We've got to find Peacemaker for her. Right. It, like she needs it. Right. Uh, totally. She does. Definitely with all the demons running around. But mm-hmm. we, we also found out since Billy's chained up that, you know, it was Cleo was the one as her you know, getting ready to have dinner there with mama. Cleo mm-hmm. was the one that sent the Reaper against Winona at the beginning. She was doing the blood offering. Uh-huh. Uh, it was, you know, as 
sheriff dude said Uncle Hank <laughs> was the Reaper. So I guess that curse start that stays in the family. One of them has to be a Reaper or something like that. Must. And uh, we also find out that Mama is the Clanton heir. And I got to know what that means. I need all the details because we know what the herb curse meant. Right. Um, I wonder like how the herb curse and the Clanton curse might be connected. Like if at all. Yeah. It's, it's a good question. I really want to know that part too. So um, they have an interesting little mantra that they say before dinner, which is always helpful. It's a little <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Winona goes back to demand that Jeremy comes back with her to get the band back together. Yeah, she works. needs her feet. Yeah, it totally works. And now to the rather unsettling part. Nicole takes back something in a jar to Maggie. Not sure what it was, but it was something that was due and clearly something that was a part of her last 18 months. Yeah, no, she made a deal. Like, she made a deal with Mama because Mama, she, she needed help to somehow get to Waverly and Winona and Doc in the garden, and she didn't have any other way to get to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe, um, like, Mama came to her. Like, how would she have known to go to the Clintons? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Um, no idea on this one. Uh, yeah. After she hands over what's in the jar, you know, Nicole says that it's over, but nope, it's just the beginning. Because what? Oh, yeah. Ever was in a jar manifest into be things and goes into Nicole. Yeah. Like my note. Oh snap. What did she just do? Uh-huh. And why do we always have to make things bad for Nicole? Why can't Nicole just have a good day? I know. Like she's really been through it in the past 18 months. She lost a girl. She got a girl back and now she's been taken over by whatever that was in that jar. It's going to be bad. I, just I wanna, wonder if it'll get resolved before this half of the season is over. I just want to go, leave Nicole alone. <laughs> so this actually was interesting because, you know, she got taken over by something. But earlier, uh, Waverly was talking about how, um, was it this episode or last episode? Because I just mind-numbed on this one. But Waverly talked about how, when she was in the garden, there was the not Nicole that showed up, and she said she knew it was not Nicole. I think that was last week's episode. Okay. And she Cause said, Because they talked about what happened in the garden. Right. She said, oh, well, I knew it wasn't there. So this will be interesting if she's taking over, if Waverly will actually know it's not Nicole. Yeah, it should be interesting because this won't be the first time we've seen an imposter Nicole. Like, it won't even be the second time. Like, so this will be very, very interesting. Right. Okay, you got anything else for this episode? No, it was um, a lot of fun, but very, very creepy. And you know I love things that creep, so yay. Yep. Okay, so for um, my little recommendation here on a movie, it was really good. It was called Mm -hmm. Twin uh, Twin Murders, The Silence of Dwight City. Oh, okay. And it is a, oh, no, I talked about that one already. It was actually called, uh, well, that one's good, too. Um. It was a foreign crime drama. I think it was Polish. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong on this one. But they're going up against a serial killer who comes out like every 20 years. And Well, it hadn't been active for 20 years. And the victims, it the killer chooses, changes by age. There's two of them. So like, you know, 20, 25, 30, like that. Uh, 
if you have issues with bees, I would say do not watch this movie. It will freak you out. So, I mean, Candyman. If you have, oh, I'm not going to say it again. But if you haven't watched that movie, like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, same deal. I mean, it was pretty good. I, I liked it. I, it was different. I liked it. It was a good try, crime drama. I did. Um, uh, one other interesting one that I will throw out there is uh, that was on Netflix. And it's all this one's also on Netflix. It's called Mind Gamers. Okay. This was um, a really interesting and kind of weird, oddly done one that mm-hmm. had um, uh, I need to double check her name. Uh Woman from the Expanse. Uh, Which one? <laughs> on on the Razanati. Naomi. Naomi. Whatever. Oh, I love her. Whatever her name is, she's in this movie. We're not going to do whatever her name is. She's amazing. We're going to find out her name. I, Wait a minute. So, as you're looking for that, I'm going to say a little bit about this one. So this food, this flick takes place in the near future, kind of like a lot of things do. And it's about bioconnecting with each other. So we already know about, you know, computers and hacking uh, wetware and all this stuff. So this is where people are able to connect with each other to communicate and do like a hive mind thing. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is the church is thrown in there. This is done by the Vatican also. So this is like future interaction with the Vatican thrown in the church and everything. It was very odd, very cool. I enjoyed the movie because it was just totally different. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out for so, sure. Throw that it's one Dom- on your list. Huh? Yeah, yes, Dominic T- Tipper. Yes. So yeah, it was it was a good movie. I liked it. I actually saw her in the preview, and that made me go, "Yep, got to totally watch this." <laughs> Absolutely. Um, like she will sell anything for me to watch. Absolutely. Um, I have two recommendations for you. Okay. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks. Have uh, you seen it yet? I that was I'm watching it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. I I love the first episode. Um, I haven't watched the second one yet, but I'm definitely going to watch the second one. Um, such a good show. Um, also Lovecraft County. Um, that's going to be on HBO and I feel like I'm going to love that more than I love Watchmen. Like it just like, I I love the time period that it's in. And again, you know, I love creepy things. I am Um, yeah, totally looking forward to that one. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, the expanse comes on uh, December 13th. Are you serious? Yep. New season. Yes. New season. Okay. Because the, the way they left off last season, I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you. Yes. And if you like The Expanse, go back and look in our archives. We have some interviews that we did. At least one. We do. We do. Yeah. We need to get some more of those. That was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but for Lovecraft County, that actually premieres the 16th. So I think that's around the same time that we're um, like, this is going to drop. All right. You got anything else? No, um, like those are just my two recommendations for right now. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Check out our older podcasts and interviews and all that other fun stuff that we've done. I mean, there's mm-hmm. like 280 episodes out there, so feel free to listen to what we did. There are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any um, thoughts or comments on the episode, you can drop a comment below. Uh, join us on Facebook, Twitter, or go visit Brad on his IG. Go look for the, the, the charity thing for um, the, like the things he's making. Very cool stuff. Uh, you can also email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. Yep. And until next time. Okay, so until next time, go back and rewatch Doc say I am here, my love, 50,000 times. <laughs>
Like, go have fun with that. It's adorable. I won't try to imitate his voice. Sorry. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.